0: This is Sunrise, the who, what, when, where, why, and WTF of Florida politics. I'm Rick Flagg reporting from Tallahassee, where the state education commissioner has ordered public schools to fully reopen in August, regardless of the COVID crisis. Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz says that's unwise and unconstitutional.
1: This is not an order that is uh, reflective of the way the Constitution works in Florida and who controls making those decisions day to day. It is the school districts governed by school boards and superintendents that are responsible for making the day-to-day decisions about all of the things that the education commissioner appears to have attempted to micromanage.
0: Governor Ron DeSantis travels to Miami to announce the state is sending 100 nurses to help with the COVID spike. He claims it won't be a problem if Floridians will just follow his game plan.
2: Just follow the guidelines that have been put out. You know, we've really not had a lot of problems in Florida. Uh, when when folks have been following uh, the guidelines. And I think when that happens, uh, we're able to to, to have a lower positivity rate and and to to, to move it in a better direction.
0: But the governor's guidelines are not mandatory, and Democrats in Florida's congressional delegation say it's time for DeSantis to grow a spine. Congresswoman Donna Shalala says his meek guidelines put lives at risk.
3: Our governor's behavior is reckless. Lives are at stake. We're arguing for the health and safety of our communities. Our governor is making decisions that affect whether Floridians live or die, and his failure to lead is risking lives.
0: The Democrats' number one ask of the governor is a mandatory mask rule, something he would rather leave to local officials. Miami-Dade Mayor Carlos Jimenez has already made the mandatory in his county, which is facing the worst surge in the state. Every
4: one of us needs to participate and be good citizens, follow the rules, and we can beat COVID-19.
0: But Jimenez has now walked back a couple of new restrictions imposed on gyms and restaurants in his county. The Miami Herald describes it as moonwalking. We'll also have your daily calendar of political events and check in with a Florida man arrested for drunk driving on a lawnmower. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Wednesday, July 8th. The state health department reported another 7,347 cases of COVID-19 Tuesday. That runs the total to almost 214,000 in Florida, about 1% of the state's total population. Florida's spike in coronavirus cases is one of the worst in the country, but Governor Ron DeSantis says everything will work out if you just follow his guidelines.
2: You know, we obviously want to see, um, you know, get over this wave as soon as possible, uh, but but we we have the tools in place to be able to deal with it in ways that not only Florida didn't, but really no state in the country had it uh, when we're talking about the beginning uh, or middle of March. It's just something that that wasn't there. Now it's there um, and we're much better off to be able to handle
0: it. DeSantis continues to blame young adults for the spike in COVID cases and says the state is concentrating on protecting seniors in long-term care who face the greatest danger. He traveled to Miami-Dade Tuesday to announce another nursing home will be converted to care for seniors who have the disease and are not allowed to return to their former homes until they're no longer contagious.
2: We're at the site of the old uh, Pan American Hospital. It's now the Miami Care Center uh, and we're doing that to highlight a new partnership uh, between the Miami Care Center, the Ivane Group Skilled Nursing and Rehabilitation Centers and the state of Florida to create a 150 bed COVID-19 dedicated nursing home. This is the 12th of its kind throughout the state of Florida. If you look at how this epidemic has affected different groups of people throughout the United States, it's clear that the most significant impacts uh, have fallen on residents of long-term care facilities. And how you handle that and approach that I think has been probably the most critical thing uh, that you can do on a government level. Uh, I think we've seen uh, in areas of the country where you had really high fatality rates, Uh, Part of that stemmed from uh, policies in which uh, long-term care residents who were COVID-positive in the hospital but medically stable were were sent back into nursing facilities uh, who didn't have the wherewithal to isolate them. And so, as we know with this uh, virus, it spreads, um, and in those instances, it was spreading amongst the most vulnerable. Um, Here in Florida, we didn't, at the very beginning, we recognized that that would be something that would be very problematic, Uh, to have a COVID-positive nursing home resident be put back into a facility where you couldn't have proper isolation uh, would be a recipe for for more spread, obviously more hospitalizations and more uh, fatalities. And so uh, we prohibited uh, discharging COVID-positive patients back into uh, nursing facilities. Um, And that was the right decision to do. Um, It saved a lot of lives by doing that. It's prevented outbreaks. I don't think any other state in the country has done what we've done to protect the vulnerable uh, here in the state of Florida. This is another big step in that direction. And I think it's going to be a a really important tool to help protect vulnerable folks, uh, particularly uh, at the time at hand. And, you know, if you are in those vulnerable groups, if you're 65 and up, if you have certain underlying uh, significant medical conditions, uh, be very careful um, about avoiding crowds, avoiding close contact with people uh, who are not in your household. So now's the time to really continue to be very cautious uh, and continue to, um, uh, to limit that close contact uh, so that you can, you know, avoid being infected.
0: The governor also announced the state will be sending 100 additional nurses to Jackson Memorial in Miami to help with the crunch of COVID patients. That was welcome news for Miami-Dade Mayor Carlos Jimenez, who has already issued a mandatory mask order and imposed new limits on businesses. Last week, he announced theaters, casinos and strip clubs would have to close again because of the spike. On Monday, he said gyms would have to close and restaurants would be limited to takeout and delivery only. Mayor Jimenez defended those actions even as he walked them back saying gyms would be allowed to remain open if they take certain precautions and that restaurants would still be allowed to offer outdoor dining.
4: It's unfortunate that the, the way they do business means that the people have to take off their masks and it's a, and taking off your mask in an interior space according to our experts is, uh, is very, it's dangerous because the, the virus spreads as people talk and so the nature of the business, it's not that they did anything wrong, it's just the nature of the business. And the number of people and the percentage of positives that we have in Miami-Dade, and so the the percentages are that in that in that restaurant, somebody one, two, three, four people may have COVID-19 and may be spreading it. That's why it's okay to do it outside. They can have outdoor dining, so that'll be allowed. In terms of the gym, we came up with a a, uh, a compromise. Now, people when they go in the gym, they must wear their mask. They must wear their mask all the time. If they have to do something strenuous, then they have to do it outdoors. And so. The gyms are going to remain open, but under a new set of rules, which they're they're, uh, they're okay with, and so we reached a pretty good compromise.
0: On Tuesday, the governor extended the emergency declaration for COVID-19 for 60 more days. That means the entire state of Florida will still be under a state of emergency when the Republican National Convention meets in Jacksonville at the end of August. Politico reporter Mark Caputo tried to get a reaction from the governor, but DeSantis refused to answer and kept walking away. Democrats who serve in Florida's congressional delegation are accusing the governor of mismanaging the state's response to COVID-19. South Florida Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz says she's tired of the lies.
1: After a two-week streak of record-setting case counts, the governor told us the surge is stabilized with a straight face. His latest line of misinformation that COVID-19 cases were always prevalent, but more tests are just now confirming it. This is a total gaslight of Florida residents and right in tune with his long standing campaign of half truths and mixed messages throughout this crisis. If the virus is as prevalent as it ever was, then why did he tell, tell Floridians a month ago that the positivity rate had dropped low enough to safely reopen? Was he lying then or now? The governor, like the president, is just not being totally honest. So, once again, I fear that Florida still cannot count on our most powerful state leader amid this economic and health crisis. If we wanna save lives and slowly, safely reopen our economy, we must demand leadership from him. We have no choice. The governor must issue a statewide mandatory mask order. He must roll back reopenings of gyms and restaurants. He needs to close our beaches until this is really under control. And he certainly should not have his education commissioner trying to mandate that our children, teachers, bus drivers, and support staff rush back into an unsafe situation in our schools. We cannot put our children in danger because of poor political posturing. You know, fortunately, we have local leaders who, once again, are leading in Florida, where the governor's leadership has been absent. It's cities and counties and school boards, not the governor, who are cautious and rolling back openings in a serious way. Our hospitals are full and we cannot continue to stress that the explosion of cases is causing. And it is our local mayors, not the governor, who are ordering mandatory face coverings for residents when they are out in public. And that is is to be commended. Tampa, Orlando, and Lakeland have led on this front, to name a few, and Broward and Miami-Dade have as well. This isn't a partisan issue. Democratic and Republican leaders must act and must act together. And we've seen Republican governors in Arizona and Texas make this basic common sense move requiring masks. It's time for DeSantis to stop finger pointing and minimizing his way through this health and economic emergency. No more blaming farm workers and poor people and the media and everybody else. We're not in this spot because some whistleblower on your staff told the truth about misleading statistics coming from your office. And you can't just keep blaming prisons, nursing homes, and young people for these outbreaks. You have to own this governor. This is on you, and you must course correct fast. Order Florida residents to wear a mask in public. It's very simple. It's not too much to ask. Temporarily shut down our beaches. Allow school districts to decide when and how to safely reopen. They're going to anyway. The bottom line is, please stop making decisions that are more likely to get people killed or have them become gravely ill. And I'll stop sugarcoating this. We know that with this virus, and America's underlying racial health disparities, this pandemic is disproportionately killing people of color. We must not ignore that horrible truth at a time when our governor is engaging in such reckless behavior. This is one of the reasons millions of people took to the streets. So I'll ask our governor, and we're here today, coming together to ask our governor once more, be responsible for all the people that you represent. Require them to wear masks in public. That will prevent 70% of the illness that is causing people to get sick right now. Temporarily shut down the beaches, slow and roll back the openings where it makes sense. And don't force school communities to become involuntary super spreaders. Our families rely on sound leadership from school officials, which they'll get in spite of you and your leadership to keep children safe and learning. In short, lead and do your job.
0: Congresswoman Donna Shalala says DeSantis has been too timid. She says the first thing he should do is impose a statewide rule making masks mandatory in public.
3: Our governor's behavior is reckless. Lives are at stake. We're arguing for the health and safety of our communities, all of us. This is not a partisan issue. Our governor is making decisions that affect whether Floridians live or die, and his failure to lead is risking lives. This is. He, he talks about testing being increased. The fact is, the testing system in South Florida is collapsing. We're running out of supplies. There are long lines. People can't get appointments uh, for tests. His reckless leadership has led to large numbers of people thinking that masks are important. Masks are necessary to stop the spread of COVID-19. Masks are meant to prevent us from unknowingly pass the virus onto someone else. There's no negative impact on the person wearing the mask. And one reason widespread public mask wearing is important has to do with asymptomatic carriers who can still spread the virus to others. This makes it particularly difficult uh, to suppress transmission in our community unless we wear masks. This is about patriotism. Patriots wear masks. Governor, listen. Listen to the public health people. Listen to the scientists. Listen to the communities. Not one life is worth any kind of politics in our community. Not one life is worth your reckless behavior, being shy and too careful about mandating masks uh, in our state. We've mandated them in Miami-Dade. You need to mandate them statewide. What happens in Tallahassee doesn't stay in Tallahassee. It affects all of us. So please, Governor, save lives in our community. We're pleading with you. We're demanding that you lead.
0: DeSantis has been following the president's lead during the COVID crisis, but Congressman Darren Soto of Orlando says it's time for the governor to take the lead in his own state.
5: Wearing a mask is an act of patriotism, not politics. We must make that clear. We wear masks to protect each other and to stop the spread of COVID-19 throughout Florida and our nation. My home counties of Orange and Osceola County in Florida's 9th congressional district have already done so. We've seen higher numbers of cases in the Hispanic community, higher numbers of deaths in the African-American community. And so we have to be conscious of this, and we need to lead by example. A statewide mandate for masks will do that. It'll ensure that every Floridian understands everybody needs to do this. To President Trump and to Governor DeSantis, your supporters will follow you one way or another. That's why it's essential we make clear uh, our public health is important and that you make statements clearly in support of wearing masks. We haven't seen that yet. Florida is watching, the nation's watching, and for the sake of both, show some leadership. We also need to keep bars, gyms, and other high-risk businesses closed and continue to communicate the seriousness of this pandemic, especially to our young people. When the stay-at-home orders were lifted, too many Floridians, including many young Floridians, took to as a sign to go party or to go out to bars and to say that life was back to normal, and this has had a deadly effect on our state. And lastly, it's been nearly two months since the House passed the HEROES Act. This would boost funds for testing and treatment. It would address shortages of remdesivir that we're starting to see in Florida, uh, and uh, it would help out with unemployment, the budget deficit, another round of stimulus checks and affordable housing. Governor DeSantis needs to step up and tell his buddy in the White House, we need to pass the HEROES Act, so that we can get the continued funds before the end of July to continue to fight COVID-19 in Florida and help all Floridians.
0: And while the governor likes to boast that there are fewer deaths in Florida than some of the other states, Congresswoman Lois Frankel of Palm Beach County says that's a tragic way to try to sound good.
6: Well, we've had more than 3,700 funerals in Florida from people dying from COVID, if that's even accurate. So, Governor, tell those families there's nothing to worry about. Governor DeSantis has adopted President Trump's campaign slogan when it comes to COVID-19, quote, we just have to live with it, unquote. And it is a dangerous and foolhardy slogan. The governor's assertion that the surge in cases is just a result of increased testing has been repeatedly refuted by public health experts. It is dangerous to minimize the threat from this pandemic, which many will see as a green light to engage in riskier behavior. We know that young people are not immune to this disease and can infect their loved ones and others at higher risk and can lead to an overburdened health system. In fact, Governor, Florida seniors are being held hostage at home because the virus is out of control in this state. Now we know that medical experts agree that wearing a mask reduces the spreading or contracting of the virus. So here's my plea to the governor. Start telling Floridians the truth and take actions that reflect the serious spread of the pandemic, including mandate statewide the wearing of masks in public places where social distancing is not possible. Our economy will open faster if people are safe and healthy. And we have to remember that regardless of your age, we are all in this together and we can get through this together if we take responsible steps and our leadership tells the truth and is responsible.
0: Florida's official death toll from COVID-19 is now 3,943. 63 were added on Tuesday. Next up on Sunrise, the State Education Commissioner orders public schools to reopen next month regardless of the COVID crisis. But does he actually have the authority? That's our next story on the Sunrise podcast from Florida Politics.
2: The Florida Hospital Association has released the OPEN plan, designed to allow Florida's safe resumption of elective surgeries and procedures. OPEN stands for O, observe the COVID 19 rate of community occurrence, P, prevent transmission. E. Establish the process to restore elective surgeries and procedures, and N. Network with all healthcare providers. You can read the open plan today at FHA.org.
0: Welcome back to Sunrise. Florida's Education Commissioner has ordered schools to reopen in August and offer the full panoply of services to students. Under Richard Corcoran's emergency order, all public schools will be required to reopen in August for at least five days a week and provide the full array of services required by law, including in-person instruction and services for students with special needs. But there is a problem. He may not have that kind of authority. Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz says local schools are run by the county school board, and she says they're the ones that have the authority here not Commissioner Corcoran.
1: Issuing that order was simply divisive and confusing and dangerous. Our schools have tens of thousands of children, and we should not be putting the children, staff, and teachers in danger. What happens to local control that Republicans care so much about? And school choice, so that we can leave education decisions tailored to the needs of our students. Or does that not apply to keeping our children, teachers, and staff safe? It only applies to forcing education decisions down the throats of, uh, of people who simply need to be able to get a good, safe education in a public school. You know, my own family is at risk because of the number of students who attend my youngest daughter's high school. Cypress Bay High School was built for 3,288 students, but the school has 4,700 students. It's the largest public school in the state and one of the largest in the country. There is no possible way that with all the students being required to attend school every single day in person, that they can safely social distance. They have already made that clear on there are many other schools in our county alone that are in that situation. That many students coming together at once every single day can endanger other children, families, teachers, and school staff. That's an absolutely irresponsible, unacceptable position to take. Now, thankfully, uh, I know in our, our case, the Broward School District has said they are not going to just reopen and require in-person attendance five days a week. They're going to rightly listen to public health professionals and the experts that they have assembled, and also make sure that they consult parents as they have been doing, and teachers and staff. You know, I'll tell you how this would impact just my family alone. My own husband takes medication that suppresses his immune system. What are we supposed to do? If my youngest daughter is forced to go to school every single day in person in a school where social distancing is impossible, am I? Are we supposed to spend the entire school year apart? Are we supposed to try to put her on one side of the house and my husband on the other side of the house? That's insane and impractical and dangerous. But that is exactly the scenario that Ron DeSantis, through his commissioner of education yesterday, painted for thousands and thousands of families just like mine.
0: Congressman Darren Soto's wife has just gone back to work as a teacher, but he says that was a local decision and the state had nothing to do with it.
5: It's demanding that every school open without choice from the local communities does not work. In our community, we have half the parents who want their kids to go back to school and we have half the parents who don't. So they need to have options, uh, like being able to do virtual or uh, being able to do it online as opposed to Uh, parents who they have to have their kids go back to school. There's no way they could get back to work. My wife just went back to the classroom yesterday in a socially distanced classroom with a uh, uh, protective face shield on and kids were socially distanced because they had to go back to summer school. But that was a choice that parents and students and, uh, and the school boards made
0: a spokesperson for the Department of Education says the state has a moral imperative to return schools to full operation by August. But the head of the teachers union says educators are scared. Florida Education Association President Fed Ingram says the governor is trying to brush them off, and they do not trust politicians to make sure things are safe. Your calendar of events starts at 9 a.m. That's when the Florida Commission on Offender Review meets. The Reemployment Assistance Appeals Commission meets at 9.30. The Jacksonville Area Refugee Task Force meets by conference call at 1.30, and the Revenue Estimating Conference meets at 2 to analyze financial effects of legislation. Finally today, a Florida man is arrested on DUI charges for a sixth time, but it's the first time he was busted on a riding lawnmower. Police in Holmes Beach in Manatee County say Scott Pritchard was busted at midnight on July 4th when he darted out in front of their cruisers with no lights on his grasshopper lawnmower and went weaving down the road. Pritchard has passed arrests for DUI in Florida, Michigan, and Illinois. His license was taken away for good back in 1992. Police say he had a Mike's Hard Lemonade in his possession.